1: Good afternoon, good evening, welcome to Grog Talk. I'm James. And I'm D- uh, Rob? R- Rob, that's right. You're not Dan. You're I'm not, not Dan. Dan, I'm Rob. Rob Rob, who of course, for those longtime listeners and followers, is the editor of Flipping and Turning. Welcome, sir, to uh Grob Talk. Your thank-
2: Well I thank you for letting me out of the uh the obliet in which you keep me in under your in your dungeon. Right, the scriptorium. Is that's that, right. Is that what it's called? Hey, James, where are we from today? Where, where are we from, Rob? Oh, I'm, oh. Well, we're from the Broken Staff Tavern, <laughs> and that is a tavern in the Free City of Greyhawk that that caters to wizards, sages, and academics, rules lawyers. That's right. And nitpickers. If
1: this was in the world of grog talk, it would be in the land of the ivory white towers of pretentious people or whatever it's called. Yes, exactly.
2: I think that was literally where it was from. Mm
1: -hmm. So uh, we're very... Dan, who is online, apparently, or someone claiming to be Dan, is online. He was... He's still... Uh, oh, 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 we're going to allow you to flip the turn uh, calendar. Okay, good. I was, I was. Oh, is it time the, time for the calendar? Well, we're going to do that in a second. But mm-hmm. I was a, avoiding because you know he spent basically his daughter's future by buying that 1982 calendar. So ruinously
2: I was, expensive. Ruinously understanding. Right. You know.
1: So I, I wasn't sure if he wanted us to to do that. But he, we, someone claiming to be Dan Gormansky has allowed us to do so. Uh, for those. Uh, that's right, he's playing hooky. No, he's got a lot going on, and so Rob is gracious to step in and help out. So t- this what's exciting about this episode is we are, the next time you see us on Grog Talk, we will be at GrogCon. How yes. about that? So looking forward to that. GrogCon is coming two weeks from today or yesterday. We will be doing that. So if you are coming to the Orlando area, if you're within, I don't know, 300 miles of the Orlando area next in two weeks from now, why don't you come by to Grog? Con 22, September 30th through October 2nd. Um, there's still spaces in the, in the, the tournament? There's, there. I've, as of two days ago, there were, but uh, they are filling up. You know, we have, this is the largest tournament we've ever had. It's pretty big. And for those who win, they will be getting
2: this. Oh my, oh what? man, that's so heavy. <laughs> they will get eight, no, seven. Wow, oh my goodness, this is quite... Where did this come from? This must have come from one of the many fine hand carved uh, gnomish uh, uh, craftsmen. Is that not correct?
1: Uh, It came from Vic's 3D printer. But it's very similar to Gnomish craftsmanship as far as I'm concerned. Wow,
2: this thing is pretty heavy. Oh,
1: it is. it is It is pretty heavy and substantial. And this is what you will win if you are the tournament winner. We have eight of them. We have almost 40 players signed up. So that is our largest tournament. And I I don't have a GrogCon cam, but what I do have, someone asked, you know who asked, Menyon, our dear friend, has asked, is the goat okay? The goat. Well, for you, we have the goat cam. He is fine. He is relaxing after his sojourns through the world. He is relaxing on the goat cam. That's
2: right. He spent uh, the last couple of days on an exclusive behind-the-scenes tour of a local Orlando Theme park and attraction.
1: That's it. And uh, he's he's looking for uh, a lady friend. He's on the couch. He's ready uh, for
2: a little goat love.
1: For a little goat love. He's you know what, what's, what British call it, randy. He's a little randy. Uh, so yes, he is ready to go. So um, once again, our thank you to Menyon who uh, was gracious enough to accept the goat, and then.
2: And, then and then, they that to send it back. Yes, and then and then got socked with the ridiculously uh, high high international shipping rates. Right. Sorry, Manian.
1: So we we appreciate
2: uh, that. I think we did. Um, did we send some stuff to him? This, y- yes, his, it went it went into the mail just uh, this week. Okay, excellent. Last week. So probably it'll take three years to get there from here. Sure. I'm I'm, sure, I'm I hope to hear about it before my second uh, child is born.
1: That's it. So. Um, Anyway, we've got, so we got GrogCon. For those who want to play First Edition, I'm still amazed we get people on YouTube saying, never play D&D, never play First Edition. You can play. That's why we do this. Go out to our Discord, or GrogNards Guild Online, as we like to call it. Um, there's play-by-post. Uh, you can either start one or join one. There's people who are running games using Discord or Meetup, a bunch of ways. I play on a Wednesday game.
2: Yeah, the, I, um, I play in the... Um... In uh, David Thompson's uh, online play-by-post game on the Discord, and it's been going strong for more than a year. A lot of fun. We're about to assault, an, a, uh, surprisingly enough, a occultist's uh, stronghold. Ooh, hopefully, nice. f- hopefully to rid the the but countryside th- of this plague. Plague. They're probably. The, they're, what I found is when you
1: attack these kind of places, they're so usually so badass. I always want to join them. We were just—that's uh, true. They do. They have a wonderful. You know, I mean, they know what they're doing. Right. They're they, organized. They have a vision. They usually have a nice health gym or facilities
2: there. That's right. There, there, there's a plan. They have a, a plan for your life and your afterlife. That's right. the best part of it.
1: And so I'm always. Uh, we were we were uh, on Wednesday in Tom's game. Who's doing a great time. Um, we're going through this. Uh, some kind of hag, blue hag. He, I don't know where these hags came from, but um, she created this hut that has all these traps and these interdimensional worlds. I'm like, why are we joining her? She seems
2: way more. She's way in. She knows what she's doing. <laughs> she's way more powerful than us. Yeah, I, I, there's a, there. There comes a point where you say, you know, what's you, exactly? What's your health plan? What's your what's health I, plan like?
1: Is uh, can I transfer my 401k? So um, my whole point of this is Grognard's Guild Online is available if you're not playing first edition and you want to there's options there or you can do like dan did many moons ago with his friend ed he went on a meetup if you want to start it locally ours is called the central florida grognards guild that's one that dan set up using meetup and that's that brought so many of us together yeah so uh if you build it they will come um Oh there oh and, and speaking of the Chamberlain, the Chamberlain is out there. Oh it's Chamberlain, wonderful. Australia. Welcome, sir. So um yes, we did create a new that's one of the reasons why I wanted to do a show. A, because Rob was available, which is always great to catch up with him. But B, we've uh we are spending our patron money uh uh profligately. Profligately, that's a great word. Excellent. You get a ding <laughs> ding for that. Uh, to try to make us look like all the other YouTubers out there in the world. So uh, so and and so, uh, it's good to see everyone. Next thing we want to talk about is the Rob Talk Empire Almanac. So Dan, uh, so Rob, can you kind of go over this for a quick background? This was a vision of Dan. Dan decided to um, uh, inf- enforce uh, child labor to mm-hmm. create a map for him, uh, and and then I got in to figure out how we could monetize it. And so we brought those random ideas to Rob at a dinner when he thought it was just a celebratory event. That's right. And, and I was ambushed. And and all of a sudden, he produced what is an amazing product. So why don't you go over it again? We we did announce it last time, but uh, I, I think people <clears throat> need to hear about it
2: again. Well, this couldn't have been done without the um, uh, the the cooperation and the creativity of the Grog Empire. It really is a uh, product of the Grog Empire, right? What doesn't mean you're not that, but unfortunately, that doesn't mean it's free. That's um, true. This, uh, so what we have here is uh, there's a map and an almanac. So we roll Of oh, course. This, yes. I don't know whether. Let's see if this is centered on the camera or not. Yep.
1: Oh, yeah. Okay. You just look down here.
2: Yes. Yes. Good. Okay. So uh-huh. this is uh-huh. what. It outside. turns out being.
1: Yes, a, a beautiful, beautiful it's, it's very substantial. For those who remember the old Greyhawk maps, they were made of a thicker paper. But they had like
2: a waxed kind of a paper thing it would, to it. And
1: it would rip and, you know, because I, I would tape them to my wall and then you'd pull them
0: off.
2: Well the, so, well, the fact is, is that if I could have duplicated that, I probably would have. But that, for whatever reason, that sort of paper is... Not easy, easily gotten oh, at like my vellum. printer. Yeah. It's like vellum. And this is a waterproof um, banner material, which right. means that you could play it at the beach. You could uh, <laughs> you take load. it swimming. It's, um, it's, it's kind of like that uh, spray-on hair that never washes off. So, anyway, so it rolls up. It folds yeah. up. And even if you fold it, it... Uh, Heals itself. So I'm very pleased with how they turned out. Yes. And the other part of it, of course, from the map is the almanac. Which is awesome. The almanac comes, is a piece like this. Here's the original map, which was made by John's son, Henry. Who'll be coming to GrobCon. Who's coming to GrobCon. So if you Uh, want
1: to see, have your almanac signed. I'm sure he'll do it. You know, like you go to those cons where you pay yeah, the artist oh, 30 absolutely. bucks to, for the sign. I'm sure he'd do it for 10 or $15. You, I'm
2: probably, probably. I mean, he's a kid. Probably a Coke. Right. <laughs> I, mean, look, I hope Sorry, Henry. I hope I he trying, hasn't sold out.
1: I was trying to get you some cash, but Rob's sold you short.
2: So. Sorry, man. Okay, so um, these packages are available, and I'm bringing them to... GrogCon, they will be available at GrogCon, so GrogCon uh, uh, members, or who do people go to, con- GrogCon goers? Convention attendees, that's the word. um Get first crack at them. And uh, and then uh, they will be available. At, oh, and it's the
1: limited. People are my GrogCon. Talk, the official merch now. We have we're like Spaceballs. We,
2: <laughs> so we have official merch. Well the one thing to say about the thing is that like everything that Explorer and Dunn games, they're 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 extremely collectible. They're, yes. There's only there's a very limited number of them were printed.
1: The number one is going on eBay like another number one that we have. Because uh, you these are like hand-signed by the artist. Oh, sure, right? sure. Like, sure. Well, like uh, what are those plates called? What are those plates, commemorative plates? Not
2: guaranteed the- to go up in value, though. <laughs> no, no. They, um, <laughs> and past performance is not a measure of future performance. Oh,
1: NFTs, that's a great idea, David. i got to write that down. i got to make up
0: some <laughs> NFTs.
2: Grog <laughs> Talk
0: <laughs> NFTs.
1: Oh, that's good.
2: I'm going to do
0: that. yeah. Yes,
2: I don't know what. Add it to the number, the, the ex- growing list of uh, Merge. merch.
1: Yeah, so if you, well, if you go to our store, I mean, I was waiting later to do the shameless plug, but uh, the, there's a whole bunch of stuff out there. Go to our store, the link's in the, in the show notes. But so for, for Grog, members of the Grog Empire, which are patrons, you will receive a PDF copy of the map. That is as a gift to us. So you have it. But the physical copies—they cost money. Uh, they are available at. They'll be available at GrogCon for thirty dollars. Like thirty dollars, yeah. And then, are you going to make them available on your store later? Is that your plan? Or that what? is my
2: intention. Okay. Yes. Which will uh, be about three hundred dollars. So yeah, you want to buy at GrogCon. Yeah, they'll 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 zoom right up. they uh, if with. I'll be honest with you, and what I dream that they all get sold by GrogCon Yeah, because they. My, my closet is getting really full of these things. So. That
1: and uh, So You Want to Be a star. So We Want to Be a Bill, Rockstar. Because
2: Bill Burton sent you <laughs> Shall we talk about Do you want to talk about that? Is it on your thing, or do you want to talk about it no, now? No, let's
1: talk about it now. All right. Because you have... You, we're just going to go through all the swag. Here.
2: Oh, yeah, I got, I got a whole, bunch of, whole stack of swag here. Okay, so we'll look at that later. Yeah,
1: flipping and turning, we'll do later.
2: Um, so, as some of you probably know, at, at uh, GrogCon Upcoming... Uh, James is running a very uh, a session of a very uh, very old and strange RPG called "So You Want to Be a Rock and Roll Star," and this is what it looks like. And uh, right.
1: and we talked about it, and we had the author, the creator, Bill that's Burton, right. last time. Last
2: often. time, which I uh, was able to kind of reach out to and talk to him because. I went to, uh, I, I participated in James's playtest of the game, and it's a lot of fun. And when it was over, I th- asked myself, self, you think Bill Barton is still around?
1: Right, which is always the morbid part of this thing. When you, ta- when you look at any name on these old products, the first thing you think of, are they still alive?
2: Well, and, and are, they still in, are they still available? Right. Well, luckily, he was. He's alive and well and living in the Midwest somewhere. And I just picked up the phone. This is is a lesson to all of you, all of us old timers. Our our entire life, our entire information is available on the Internet. So any rando in central Florida could pick up the phone and call you at any time. So his wife picked up the phone, and I said, is this the address? Is this the number of the famous Bill Barton who wrote, So You Want to Be a Rock and Roll Star? And she started laughing at me. Like, well, I guess, <laughs> you know, sure, if you want to underline something he did 30 years ago. So I had a nice chat with him and uh, and found out a little bit about his life. And if you are more interested in, in that, go ahead and watch previous episode of Grog Talk because... Uh, James had a very nice in-depth interview with him. Yeah, he's a great guy, and, and he did a, a number of things, not just... Not this, just... Uh, it started with uh,
1: both GURP Space. he's done, he did Call of Cthulhu by Gaslight, so, I mean, really a prolific He is uh, prolific, and,
2: and a long professional life, not uh, in the RPG world as right. well. So I asked him, did he have any more of these, <laughs> of these so you, you want to be a rock and roll star left. I mean, did he have any issues left? And he said, I think I have about 40 cases in my basement.
1: <laughs> so that's why Rob is very concerned about this almanac, because he doesn't want to end up like Bill Burton, like Exactly. I don't, don't want to
2: have 40 cases of them in my basement. I, and so we laughed about that a little bit, because surprisingly enough, he found that this very, very cool, but extremely niche Um. RPG didn't fly off the shelves. Well, so I picked up a few. I asked him if he was able to put his hands on some for me. And, uh, and a few weeks later, I got a box of, not a case, not 20 cases, but a, some mint copies of this and feel that that's beautiful look
1: at that yeah it's i mean mine is uh, so yours has seen a oh, little t- yeah it's over there it's it's over by the paranoia stuff It's see it to the left left brew Dick. there it is yep
2: yeah yours yours has seen some uh I've is showing some some, some, some wear and tear f- uh from days on the t- at the table from right. being right
1: look at it so i have a brand i mean this one is
2: perfect well so i have a bunch of these I told him that um, I was going to see, You know, obviously, this is the greatest game in the last 30 years. <laughs> There's no doubt about it. <laughs> there, will be, I, there will be some of these. I, ha, I got 10 copies from him. And I will be, uh, these will be available at Grog too. if anybody's interested. Well, and I I'm think hoping we get a groundswell. A groundswell, so yeah, a
1: revival. I mean, that would be super cool. That's not
2: yours, that's mine. Oh, it is? This is mine, I just brought it to show. Oh. You're not getting another one. <laughs> Guys, like, you think all this is yours? <laughs> I was like, thank you. I'll take another one from you. I'm like, <laughs> no, no, this goes back in the bag. I was <laughs> actually,
1: I was actually thinking about giving it away at, for the people who played at my table, but apparently that's not going to happen. Well, so. we
2: have something else for that. Oh, okay. <laughs> that was so funny. <laughs> so there you go. That was the. That's the story of the of Bill Barton, who's no doubt on the watching the show. Right now. No, optionally not. And
1: you have the official uh, GrogCon adventure, right? You can show that.
2: I are. can show it very briefly. Briefly, right. Because after all, um, so Dan, excuse me, not Dan, uh, Bigly Nut Brown, Yellow Cap, and others have been working very hard on the GrogCon tournament module. Yes. Which is here. There. That's all there that's is all to it. Getting. That's all you're getting. Um, it's been a busy couple of weeks here at, uh, Shea, Smoldering Dung Games. It's the lights have been burning late there. All unscripted. All, uh,
1: yeah. <laughs> that's why probably David doesn't come. He's like, I've heard this all before. It the players may change, but the game doesn't. It's all. Yes, exactly. Enough. Sir, I have a, uh, that's not technically correct. We have a outline that we attempt to follow, but
0: don't follow it well. So we talked about goalless's travels, and um, oh, that you know, Dan is not. They're they're accusing
1: us that maybe Dan is off off stage here. No, only it, the goalless. Wait, wait.
2: Uh, well, if, if if any of you have been following the uh, the controversy about the chess, no, I haven't. Uh, I, you have I, not I've heard to... some I heard there's some cheating. Well, there's some, well right. there, there's a conspiracy theory regarding oh. the. Uh, the uh, chess, what's going on with the chess masters. And while it's not appropriate for... Hit, hit the brown chicken, brown brown stuff. Oh, yeah, hey, hold on. Let me get to that. While it's not appropriate for a, a, a child-friendly podcast, Okay. Um, yeah, well, all I'm saying is that there's no evidence that something like that is going on
1: here. No chicanery, no, chicanery, no tomfoolery. There's none of that
2: here. None of that. Okay.
1: So... Um, <clears throat> We are going to talk more about flipping and turning, but Rob, here's your chance to shamelessly pitch Smoldering Dung Games, which you have done as a labor of love. But also, again, uh, we're just every time there's a new episode, a new issue, we're amazed at the quality improvement. So,
2: well, thank you. Um, it's all down, of course, to the to me, Yes and uh, and to a lesser extent, the fine and amazing writers of the Grog Empire this particular issue, uh, the latest issue, which is number nine, which will be released at GrogCon, Con, in which I actually got from the printers uh, this week, uh, features a cover. We'll be looking at it in a little bit. Yeah. But it features a cover bump by um, Chris Moynihan. It's amazing. It's absolutely wonderful. Um, so, you, and you know, if you follow Smoldering Dung Games on Twitter, you will have seen a picture of it, or if you're on the Discord, the Grog Talk Discord, yep. I posted a picture as well. So we're, we're if,
1: so, you're going to start working on Issue 10. Is there a theme for Issue 10?
2: No, as a matter of fact, there is. Uh, the theme for Issue 10 is the great outdoors. So we will be concentrating on things like outdoor adventures, hex crawls, uh, monsters and characters that you would find in the great outdoors. So if you have ideas uh, about game uh, mechanics, about, uh, I remember, for example, in an early issue of Flipping and Turning, uh, Vic produced an interesting article about uh, the difficulties of, a ca- of running a caravan yep. and protecting a caravan. Um. Which of course he immediately used to murder, I think, a, a record thirty-two PCs in one session. I've heard of that, but yeah.
1: and he tried to kill us with the hex crawl. If you remember, we he, we were in it, We were guarding a caravan. We were escorting a caravan. Our, our player characters, and when he did the Greyhawk hex crawl, so he's 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 very enamored with the killing of murdering of
2: well, sure caravans. Uh, but anyway, speaking of, uh, but, uh, th- that it's basically it's an all. Vic uh, issue of murdering PCs. No, it's the outdoor. So, anyways, the great outdoors. If you have artwork, if you have uh, articles and ideas and or NPCs or poetry or anything that you would think would be fun to put in an article or uh, put in an issue kind of concentrating on outdoor adventures, then please send it to editor at grodcon.com or, or Dung Games at gmail.com. All right. Did I get that right? Yes, that's right. There you
1: got it. Perfect. So uh, any advertising you have you you had an advertis
2: ad- there is uh, coming oh wow this is actually on where is it? If you had a PDF First, There's, version, mis- this would there's be
1: so much easier.
2: There's Yeah well you know I like to flip and pa- turn I like to paw paw and paw and, and LARP. LARP. Um, Mystic Days it is uh, one of our sponsors. It's a uh, RPG that is being developed. Uh, you can find them on Facebook and elsewhere on the Internet. It, I pl- did some play testing at DaveCon last year, and it is moving forward into, into production. It is um, a really interesting mix of uh, old school values and uh, new game I mechanics. See. And there's one other here. You can tell we have such amazing... There it is, the LARPing and Pawing oh, that's, magazine. Oh, I'm looking, so up, looking up, forward to up, for that. Upcoming magazine, LARPing and Pawing. Here we go. Tampa NerdCon.
1: That's right. They get a golf clap. When is that coming? Well,
2: out? that's coming up very soon, November 11th, 12th, and 13th. I think, you guys, I think that uh, Grog Talk is going. We are that.
1: planning to go, yes, sir.
2: Tampa NerdCon uh, tickets at, are available at tabletom, Tabletop Events and also at TampaNerdCon.com. And they are featuring Dungeons & Dragons, Starfleet Battles, Battletech. I loved Battletech back I in never the day. Played, but I mean, oh. I played
1: the game, the video game, but not the Oh, I
2: loved the tabletop it was game. Was that Faza that did yeah, Battletech? Yeah, no, and they... Um, oh, man, that's a great game. Oh, and Magic the Gathering, yeah. which I have mixed... Uh, I have mixed uh, emotions about Magic you have the mixed Gathering. Emotions. Why do you have mixed emotions? Well, on the one hand... I t- do as well, so but that's why. I'm well, the reason is, is that while I certainly enjoyed it,
0: mm-hmm.
2: it absolutely kicked out... It, it was the death knell for AD&D among my gaming group. We played AD&D all the way up until we started playing Magic the Gathering, and it pushed out uh, a good game for pretty good game. That just got worse and worse. Anyway, that's my short. Oh, also, sorry, Tampa Nerdcom. Don't still go to Tampa Nerdcom, even though they're having Magic the Gathering. They're also offering a $1,000 cash prize to the winner of the Magic the Gathering tournament on both Friday and Saturday. Do we have any cash prizes at uh, GrugCon? So, a thousand dollar cash prize at Tampa NerdCon.
1: Pretty cool, huh? Yes. Uh, yeah, there will be no cash prizes. We just we're just happy that people show up. Do we show them the trophies hand created by Love on a three D printer? That's what they're getting.
2: They're I mean, those. There's eight of them. They were probably right. two hundred fifty dollars a piece. They're
1: also getting some giveaways. Both the Queller is giving rolling off some stuff, and the Silencer of the Alamo had provided a well, last time, a couple of times. If I think you just listened listen to his. Uh, pristine TSR catalogs, but yeah, Magic Gathering is a very interesting thing because I left the game in ninety. Mm-hmm. I was walk went someplace and I saw these kids or similar age to us. I was in my twenties at that point playing this card game, and they're like, "Oh, it's Magic." I'm like, "What is that? This this is like a re- Why would you play this? Why wouldn't you just play D and D?" So I was. It reminded me. This is going to be completely off uh, off topic. It was like. Pr- Listening to Prince, where well, I was a big heavy metal guy growing up. And then there was a battle of the bands at our high school. And this guy dressed up like he was from the The experience. I mean, he looked like, uh, not P- Purple Rain and uh, what's the, the, not the new generation. Not, it's not the experience. That's Jimi Hendrix, who, uh, who, the revolution. And he had the purple shirt the, and the frilly shirt and the jerry curl hair. And I was like, oh, this is a disaster. This is a terrible. What? Where is music going to, right? we got rap, and this metal is the only thing. You know, I came, obviously, years later with maturity. I, Prince is an amazing artist. Prince is an
2: amazing guitar player. Right, I've seen player. twice.
1: Amazing guitar player. But at the time, it was so... Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. ...antithetical to what I considered metal, which was the purest form of music that I had. Even I didn't understand history. So again, looking back, uh, my kids got into magic and you know, it was, it was a way to bond with them. And so, you know, I have a love-hate with it, but we've played it a number of times, and it's a simple game. Well, simple. It you was. It, it was. Now game. it's all over the place, but my, anyway, my point is it's nuanced. That's why I was curious what your, your thought was. So. Well,
2: I liked, I liked it quite a lot, but what I found... This is, again, I keep hitting my microphone. Sorry, guys. Okay. What I found is that it's a, very much an arms race while where people... When some players have a lot of disposable income to to buy individual cards and stuff like that and make their decks invincible, um, then it becomes uh, less fun for those of us uh, on a fixed income.
1: And so the way we adjudicated that, because I had kids and I wasn't going to... Once I learned how to print cards out, we we just... Was like go ahead, make whatever, and then oh, I see we just printed cards. Oh, we like well. we made proxies because we we didn't we weren't snobs. We didn't care.
2: Well, we didn't. I, we weren't in 1990. I was in my right. right. That was 30s. a long time ago. This above. was a while ago. Well, this was two. We
1: started in 2008. Points <laughs> on over there. They're chatting. So, well, my, someone named Jordan G said Magic the Gathering is Prince and just like Prince, it died for me in 2016. That's what he said. So that's why I was writing back to. Him.
0: Uh
2: do not worry. No, and, sorry to be distracted.
1: No, it's okay. That's this is so, Rob. This you can see that there's a lot of things going on, and this is taking Dan's seat or sitting in Dan's seat is, is a little more challenging. There's quite
2: a lot going on. If
1: there is there it's is, the is fan a lot
2: spinning. Oh, I forgot to have the fan on. Hopefully, it's not making too much
1: noise. But it, you and I get a little more hot than Dan is. You know, a thin man who who easily gets cold. So it's uh, he. Uh, it's like a very shivery little. Burrowing mammal. So exactly. Well, with all that, if you want to help us out, like and subscribe on YouTube, do an iTunes review. We will read it verbatim, good, bad, or indifferent, and or become a patron or buy our merchandise. You saw our official mugs. Um, we have T-shirts. I think I was going to mention this. I don't. I didn't. I have them over there, which doesn't help. This may be the last day or two that if you order the Grog, official GrogCon T-shirts to get them before Grokcon. I mean, really. Take, we're getting to the wire. I mean it's two weeks. You know, it takes a few That's days true. to order and a few days to ship. It's 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 looming. looming. Right. fast. It's looming. So if you want a shirt, because here's the thing, I'm not I'm not the merch guy. I'm not merch boy there. Unlike Rob, who's set aside so many so many hours to schlock his wares, I <laughs> am not I'm pretty schlocky. <laughs> I'm I am pretty schlocky i i am I, I have some old stuff. I'm going to try to clean out of my closet. You know, make me an offer kind of thing, like some old uh, GrogCon Twenty One shirts. But I'm not doing that again. Where I got stuck with a bunch of shirts, yeah. and I'm not Bill Burton. I'm not getting stuck with a bunch R- of stuff. With so. ten ten cases, ten cases. cases of
2: your of your rock and roll game. <laughs> right. So if you're going there thinking, hey, I want to buy a shirt, I'm the, I don't have any shirts. I would like to challenge the. Uh, listen, your listeners, all six listeners.
1: Hey, we, do not insult our I'm, listener base. We're at least
0: 18. Uh, amazing.
2: 11. I, I want to challenge all 11 of you to uh, get an issue, get a copy of So You Want to Be a Rock and Roll Star. And I'm not saying it because I make any money on this because I don't. I want I, would, it, I think it would delight Bill right. to see uh, a spike of interest in his 30-year-old role-playing game. Right. Wouldn't we all, like in our 70s, to get a phone call saying, hey, can I buy some of the crap you have been stored in your... For 30 years. For 30, 30, 30 years. years. Yeah.
1: Versus um, it's still, you still can get life insurance. Yep. What do you mean? As opposed to getting a call saying, "Yes, you're still eligible." Oh, to that's, right. That, that's
2: right. That's <laughs> right. yes, I'm worried about the uh, uh, rising cost of funerals. The or... rising cost of funerals, and the and your the um, warranty on your on your car is uh, starting to <laughs> right. run out.
1: He was. Uh, it was really. It was. It was a joy not only to talk to him, but I think it's always nice when you give people props for the work they've done. So, yeah. with that, uh, we've been given permission to flip the calendar. Oh my gosh! So it is September. September of
2: what year? Well, it's
1: 1982.
2: But uh, we, we've got to decide what dragon are we going to guess is for September. So it's September. This last was a was gold. gold dragon. Correct. Uh, do you have any thoughts on the matter?
1: Well, I don't think we've had a blue dragon, so I'm going with the blue dragon. Or
2: it could be a uh, fall. I don't, so maybe red, red for or bronze. bronze. Red I'm going to go bronze. Oh, I like bronze.
1: But I'm going to go with blue. So if you want to guess the dragon, you have a You have a few seconds to guess the dragon to see what you think about it. Uh, Blue, Shannon and I think it's blue. And hold on, we'll give it five, four, three, two, one. All right, and now we get the drum roll, ladies and gentlemen, the September flipping
2: and turning. They got
1: a drum roll, and it is Brian!
0: Congratulations! (laughs) Congratulations!
2: <laughs> you did it. You got it. Yes, sir. It I worked. did not peek. You did not peek. Bronze. Oh my gosh! It's by Dean Morrissey. And this bronze dragon. It looks like he's ready to share his treasure. Because yeah, they are a good dragon.
1: They are, but I don't think they're sharing. It looks like he's got the. He was showing who he's about to kill. Oh, that's right. There,
2: but. Hey, look at all this stuff. On the first day of September. We're we going to read all of them or are we just going to read today? I'm just going to read what's today?
1: Today's 17th. Today is September 17th. On this day
2: in 1908, Fort Myer, Virginia, hmm. was the site of the first airplane fatality. The plane of Orville Wright and Lieutenant Thomas E. Selfridge was thrown out of control when it hit a bracing wire. Selfridge was killed and Wright. Badly injured. Interesting.
0: We did not know another piece of history. What do we got? Who else? No, I'm just stunned by the fact that today in 1908...
2: Let's, let's, let's pour one out for right. Lieutenant Suffrage. Suffrage.
1: Here. Here, here. It, is, it is a shame to hear such tragedy, but the first fatality, now, now he'd be sitting on a plane for 12 hours, stuck, and he'd Pray for death. But. That's right. All right. Uh, we are now going to do random encounter. So, oh, wow. Um, I have to pull the books out, the sacred books, because Dan's not here, and he t- took all his books with him.
2: So, wait. wait do we have? Um, you have a, co- a copy of Flipping and Turning, issue four? Issue four. Oh, of course I do. Of course we do, sir.
1: Oh my gosh! I have to find it because it's unscripted,
2: as we all know. You know, um, uh, on this topic, I was listening to one of your recent shows, and I could not but think that you guys don't even read the magazines, because some of the questions you guys go over have been clearly, questions have been answered definitively. I read, I review the magazines. That's the word I use at work, too.
1: I understand. I review the I, When I sign things, I say I've reviewed the documentation. Reading connotates understanding, spending time I to skip, figure this out. I skipped some words. Yeah, I, I, I took one of those speed reading classes. I review it. I t- it's more of an experience when I get the when I get the flipping and turning. I look at it. I can I look at it from a holistic.
2: Approach. You look at the pictures. Right. You enjoy the layout. Right. I
1: look at the centerfold. You
2: might you you it, You don't you don't read it for the articles. <laughs> I don't read it
1: for the articles.
2: That's why I appreciate all the pictures you would have.
1: All right. So we are doing random mechanics. So what is the following? So
2: uh, do you want to roll? Well,
1: uh, actually, how actually, do we do this? I'm gonna do. I'm going to play Dan. You're right. gonna play me. Okay. So you will tell me what we need to do. Yeah, what does it okay. say? step one? All
2: right, step one is the dorso roll. Right. The one is, so it's roll a D6. All right, so we'll roll a D6. Five. We are in the Monster Manual 2. Okay. So we proceed to step three. Monster Manual 2. And you roll a D10 to determine which thing we're doing. We got six. All right, the outdoor random encounter tables. That's right. wonderful. Okay. And now we roll a D six for climate. Three. We're in temperate wilderness. Temperate wilderness. Okay. And then we do for the predominant terrain. We roll another D six. Uh, out there. Uh, see, we said temperate wilderness, right? Mm-hmm. Another D six. Yes. Okay, uh, five. And we are looking plains and scrub. Okay. Now we do the D eight and D twelve ice. D eight and a D twelve.
1: 13. So 13 is a huge scorpion. Have we had a huge scorpion? I feel like we've
2: we've done it. Roll it again. Yeah, I feel like we have. Something interesting. Ooh. 12. A jackal. I don't think we've ever had a jackal. Oh, I love the jackal. That's in the um, monster manual. Yeah, so we have a jackal. Against, you know who our champion is. Still the toad?
1: Right, but let's keep going. Oh, oh,
2: oh. Uh, Creature review. Right. At some point, we get
1: distracted, so that's why. Well, was, yeah,
2: yeah, mm. yeah. Let's see. Um, discuss the monster selected.
1: Well, right here you can. I will get you a monster manual as well.
2: Complain about the length of the monster description. Well, that's definitely going to happen. Actually, I'll. Uh, actually, this particular entry has one bit in it that I love. Mm. I, that's my. This is so.
1: We're flipping and turning. We're
2: flipping and turning. You're, if you are in the Monster Manual, page 56. 56. Okay, am I, am I uh, quizzing you or are you oh, yeah, quizzing so she, me? Yeah,
1: you, uh, you quiz me.
2: All right. So, um, let's see. Uh, James. Yes. W- the, uh, what letter does Jackal start with?
1: Uh, I'm going to go with um, the one that's before K,
2: J. That's correct. Oh, Very thank well. You. Thank All you. All right. All uh, right. Let's see. Oh, what do you think their frequency is?
1: (laughs) I want to say common, but I'm going to say uncommon just to be contrary.
2: Well, your first instinct is correct. correct. They were common. Okay. And their number of appearing? Uh, Two to 12. Ooh, one to six. Ooh, not doing well today versus Jackal. Well, what's their armor class? Seven. Correct. Oh, ding, 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 ding. What do you think their move is?
0: fifteen. Twelve.
2: Oh, still so pretty 12. good.
0: Uh and their hit dice? Uh
1: are they bigger than a dog? I'm gonna say two two.
2: One to four hit points. Wow, they are tiny. This, this is, is one of those creatures that if you were still g- if you were still fighting against a we should use them. We should have used them. Yeah. Still all, using all. a fighting against a, a normal magic user.
1: I just don't fathom a, a guard dog being more, I guess, more vicious than that. But big guess a ja- um, guard dogs like a mastiff or something. So.
2: Yeah. All right. Um, I'm going to the treasure type. Nil. No.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, number of attacks. One. All right. Now putting all the rest of that together, what do you think their damage per attack One is? One to four. One to two. Oh, nothing. Um, let's see, Uh, I'm going to give you semi, they're semi-intelligent, not even animal. Um, and their size? Small. And their psionic ability? None. Okay, good. (laughs) Correct. You get, you get that one. All right. Um, jackals are small dog-like scavengers found in warm region. They are not particularly fierce. Nor are they brave. This next line is the one that I like. Okay. But they appear here because. Oh, here's one of a magic item. Which magic item? Oh, you're reading oh, it. sorry. I didn't realize you were still quizzing. Yeah. I apologize. They, they appear here because of the magical bag of tricks. Interesting. And then there's QV. So naturally, we have to find, look up the bag of tricks.
1: Right. Which didn't come out for another two
2: years. It hadn't come out for another two years, except it was in the it was in the original game. So yes. So we are now flipping and turning. Oh, I guess I should have got you a monster manual. I mean a DMG too. This isn't DMG. But it's yours. It's I'm just oh, sorry. <laughs> um, here we go.
1: I told you to bring the goat, which was the most important thing. I didn't say, hey, you should bring the, your books with
2: you. Here we go. The bag of tricks. Yes. So. A bag of tricks. As is usual, a bag of tricks appears to be of typical size. Wait, wait. Wait a minute. Wait. A typical size? What's typical size? Of a bag, yes. That's a right. A typical size? Keep reading. Okay. And visual or other examination will not reveal any contents. However, if an individual reaches inside, he or she will feel a small fuzzy object. Ooh. I like when people reach inside bags. And find a fuzzy object. That's right. If this is withdrawn... This, by the way, meaning the fuzzy object. Referring to the previous sentence. Previous sentence, yes. If this is withdrawn and tossed one to 20 feet away. Wait, tossed? Is tossed an action that you can do? I've looked at... I've never seen tossed.
1: Uh, it's an, enacting a magic... It's a, What do you call it? A magical device. Oh. Okay. Which okay. doesn't have all the verbs... Our adverbs mm-hmm. specified, it just says, you know, using a magical device. Uh huh. So, I guess toss would be thrown in there. That's Okay,
2: how well, is it. it in the glossary? Tossing? Toss, tossing. I'm not sure. Are we being tossers just to ask this question?
1: Uh, well, we have felt folks from the Commonwealth who are still mourning the, the Queen's passing. No, I'm surprised they're, they're, they're even on this. Aren't they, aren't they not supposed to do it? They they're probably, sh- well, they're probably
2: still awake. I mean, oh, that's right, they haven't slept. They haven't slept.
1: Do they wear sackcloth and ash? Is that what they're supposed well, to Well,
2: I don't want to make fun of people who may actually be feeling uh, uh It's, it's terrible,
1: yes. But I'm not making fun of it, but it does seem 10 days of mourning does seem excessive.
2: Well, you know, when, 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 when you My mother passed, when, I don't think i be mourned you've for ruled, 10 days. When, when you've ruled a nation for 70 for years. 70 years, then you can make those kinds of decisions. Um, tossing. So, so, yeah, they can rule in whether being tossers. Um, right. It... Wait a minute, it? Oh, the small fuzzy thing. Right. Will balloon into one of the following animals. So it's a balloon animal.
1: Right, like the like the clowns do.
2: Right. Which, <laughs> which will obey and fight for the individual who brought it into being until the current combat terminates. So it's like an animal summoning, but right. you just pull it right out of a bag. And then they come in three types, and among and these three types of animals are, as is usually the case with these things, the not so good one, and the better one, and the even better one. And it's a be- tiger.
1: Well, the best. It's on the best, but it's the worst of the best. Correct. And and there's a jackal. Well, a lion's pretty good. I've, I've gotten. The yeah, I guess level. that's
2: true. Lions are good, but even so, the tiger is a five plus five hit dice, and the lion it's is five. a five plus two. So it's oh my, oh my. So what I like about this entry for the jackal.
1: So you're saying that every thing in the bag of tricks that's what I was gonna check.
2: Well, that would be an excellent question. I don't know if that it is. Because, but in this case, right,
1: it says specifically the only reason it's in there is it's
2: because it's the only we wouldn't even bother to put this stupid animal in here except for that. So there's a weasel, a skunk. No, some of these weren't. I don't think these were
1: well, I'm in check. here. We're going to spend the next 20 minutes checking, look, checking weasel. the weasel. Which hit dice is the weasel? Uh, one half. Yeah. See, they have a giant
2: weasel, but they do not have the normal weasel. Oh, my Lord. So what about why? Well, so why not? I think it's because they said we can't just have three. Oh, you know what it is. It's a layout thing. Mm. They had to have three Js.
1: They only had two Ks.
2: Yeah, but Cobalt's got a lot of text. Okay. Jaguar was short. Jackalware was short. They padded it. Oh, I see. I think that's what happened. As someone, well, that's your background. As, as someone who lays, tries that's to right. lay out a magazine, that's right. You would know that. Well, uh, at least I, I, know the struggle. Anyway, I think that that's what I think is hilarious about the jackal is they literally say we would not even be giving you this. Put you
1: this, unless save for the thing. So you need the
2: monster manual. Oh, I need the monster manual well, because we're going to fight with it. Right. Let's see. Uh, what have we done? Complain about the length of the monster description. Actually, we did. We thought it was pretty short. Short. Too short. Uh, discuss why the monster is really a bad choice. Yes. That's kind of in, always implied. Uh, work out where the monster should have been. I like Jackalware. I once played a Jackalware in a monster game. You did? Very nice. He, yes. The GM jipped me with it, though. Oh. He, let, he, he said that a spider, who was not a plus one or greater magical weapon, which is necessary to hit a jackal. He wasn't. He's also not four hit dice. Exactly. But yet he said that I was. He bit me and poisoned me and killed me. And I think he just was trying to get me out of the game because he had. He had uh, done the had a lapse of reason to allow me to bring in a jackal bear as a character, player Character. I would just had ogres attack you. That's would have been a better way to go. At least, I, at least I'd be fair. Be bitter, right? Actually, I wouldn't be bitter. I wouldn't be talking about it <laughs> 40, 30, 40 years later. <laughs> I'm not bitter. <laughs> I'm not bitter. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm totally over it now. <laughs> Greg, if you're out there. <laughs> this one's for you. This one's for you.
1: I angry Well, we're not doing a job, Good job. What did you do? You did a danism there. What's that?
2: Oh, went to another monster. Went
1: to another monster and discussed it.
2: Yeah. You, see,
1: you, you, it just comes so
2: naturally. I, I, you don't even recognize it's happening. <laughs> before you know it i'll be i'll be rolling in in cat fecal matter ah well
1: one can only hope that is the uh isn't that when you re- achieve moksha when you re- you're right moksha i don't know what that is i think that's the buddhist term or the hindu term when you re- release to nirvana you you've made your final form and you've released because you is,
2: is that pokémon my final form <laughs> it's like that
1: Hey, it was World Religions (laughs) was a long time It was a long time The fact I pulled that out. It's pretty good. I'm I'm impressed. Well, the reason I'm doing this is uh, one of the highlights of the show is of this show, meaning GrogCon, not this show, today. I'm not sure there's a highlight at this point. It's no offense
2: to Rob, but uh, when Lou Pulsifer. Crashing and burning like like Lieutenant (laughs) Selford.
1: When Lou, oh, let's see, where is it? Oh, the humanity. Uh, (laughs) When Lou Pulsifer came on. Uh Uh-huh. And who, by the way, is our one of our special guests. Yes, I look forward to seeing Anton. him. So he was uh, dutifully impressed that I referred to Orlando as the Medina of role-playing. That's and right. He was impressed with that. So he's coming, so I'm trying to get these very esoteric uh, correlations Terms. together so he can go, oh, it's not, it wow. wasn't just a one-off. It was you actually were somewhat educated and... You may come off as a a rube.
2: Well, we all have to go. We all all need to do a lot of research before we do any speaking to Lou Pulsifer because the man is quite uh, erudite.
1: He is erudite, and I'm looking forward to uh, spending time with him. He'll be coming on the Saturday show. We are doing three shows, by the way. I know this is completely (laughs) segwaying. We're overloading. This is like the Olympics. It's like the, it's like the Queen's... World. Wall-to-wall coverage. This is right. a queue.
2: There's a 22-hour queue to get through this show. Right.
1: That's right. You'll have to stand for 12 hours That's- and then collapse. If, if you don't collapse, the last person standing can be the... gets to, <laughs> <laughs> to be the king. It to
2: be the king. Uh, he does. That's a, That's just very Monty Python. All right. So we're, we've digressed. I'm sure we've done all the digressions. Okay. Uh, yeah, I think we've done all we can. Um, we did. The oh no, no, that phase. was the tangent. We've right. done a lot of tangents. Right. Encounter distance and surprise. Determine yeah, the encounter distance based on terrain. And who am I? Am I the jackal?
1: Uh, yes, you would be the newcomer. So, so. I,
2: I roll a d6, and you roll a d6. To, well, not. Oh, well, for first surprise. So we have
1: to figure out surprise. Yes.
2: Oh, I am surprised. But
1: I'm surprised as well. Oh, but... But So, I'm surprised more because I rolled a two and you rolled a one.
2: So, the jackal is going along the riverbank looking for something to eat, and he's surprised to see a giant toad there, but he recovers one segment... Six seconds. Six seconds faster.
1: Both were startled. That means we are close to each other within 10 to 30 yards. We are, we are 10 yards away. So oh, I
2: can easily. You can easily jump in there. So uh, you can make your attack. All right. Wait, let me make sure. Argue about how to calculate surprise rounds. Yeah, We, we didn't argue. We didn't
1: argue. We kind, of, we kind of came to a consensus, which was good. Uh,
2: declare actions. Okay. Well, so I you have con- you, you, you have surprised the toad for one segment. What I would you will, like to do? I am going to jump in there and attack with okay. my bites. All right. Your, your bits. Your, your, your bits and bites. Your
1: bits and bites. All right, so I'm flipping and turning. Gee, I wish I had my combat wheel; that would make things a lot easier. From Epp, from issue seventy-four, Dragon. All right, the Toad is armor class is six. Oh, no. you are All right, less, less than, than one
2: hit die creature. You need a fifteen. Oh, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, baby! Big money, big money. No, a nine. Nine. Uh oh. Well, so you've missed. I've missed. And, and now, now it is
1: initiative. It was declare actions uh-oh. initiative. What well, would you uh-oh. like to do? <laughs>
2: I'm going to run away. You're going to try I to realize. I, I, I realize that this, I mean, it's a, it's a giant toe. It's medium. It's larger than It's you. a medium. So, so obviously my initial, uh, I should have run initially. Yes. Let's see if you can zap me with your tug.
1: Well, yes. I will, I will attack you. If, and if not, I'll be hopping at you because I can do six plus six. So it's going to be a game. This could be a game of who wins initiative, basically. Yes, it could. All right. He rolls a four. So hops a lot. One. Oh, he's going to get his attack in first he is 2 plus 4 hit dice creature
2: and i'm a, i'm ac 7 ac 7 previously he needs determined.
1: a oh so let's see yeah he's he's so just for reference he's 2 plus 4 hit dice any plus above 3 equals another hit dice so, so it's he's up technically to 3 he's technically 3 hit dice doesn't change uh, the chart because it's 2, two to 3, three yes. But just a fun fact for those who are playing at home. It's, it's, but the potential is there to move right. it up to a different so column. he needs a nine. Nine he needs. He rolls an eight. Oh, my goodness. So you are, now you declared you are running away. Yes. So you,
2: actually you get plus for that. Yes, you get, he gets an opportunity attack. Well, no. wouldn't that have just been on that attack?
1: No, because I get my attack first. I want initiative. Now you go.
2: And that now you're true. running.
1: And now I get my opportunity attack.
2: Low, low, low. 11. Okay,
1: how many hit points do
2: you have? All right, I have one quarter hit dice. So it's one to four hit points. So I will use. Yes. D4. Four. Four. Two Two, okay. hit points. Well, how much damage do I do? Well. I bet, it's two to six. I bet it's two to
1: eight. Yes, unfortunately it is.
2: I did three. All right, so oh, that's only minus one though. That's right, you're you're Maybe cla- you want to go for divine intervention? I absolutely have to go for divine intervention. Um, the roll percentages. All right. Come on, 100. You want me not to look and then magically get to find intervention?
1: So it's 10 or less you get some help. 100, the actual de- frog and deity. Pro- well, who would
2: it? It's not be frog. Oh, it's it's a, jackal. a jackal. And, of course, there's an Egyptian. There's let's, an Egyptian. Let's, that's right. Now, oh, we had, before the roll, we have to go through. And, and figure, figure out what deity. Yes, exactly correct. And there's a um, Here's the dead very dead famous Egyptian jackal-headed deity whose name escapes me. Uh, for the you in the um, in the world in the world outside, please tell me what it is. Yeah.
1: what what good
0: jackal deities are there out there for those listening, and we can leverage. There he is. We're thinking about it. It's actually, a um, a perfect
2: one. It is Anubis. Anubis is correct. Thank you, sir. Who got that? Craig Armstrong. Very well, good. Well done, Craig. Um, Anubis, guardian of the dead. A lesser god. I don't know why he's lesser. Are you following
1: the instructions? Do we re- read the deities or we just identify them? Because I don't want to go off script here.
2: Discuss all possible deities that the defeated creature very might good. appeal to. Well, we have to go through some more of them. Yes. Are there any others that might... Okay. Um, here's the role. Here's the role. But sure.
1: Anubis is one. What could be another... Jap- I think... I would think the mes- the Central American ones have a jackal. I know they have a snake one.
2: Maybe a uh, Sumerian? I'm thinking jackals are from the old world, so... Wait. Oh, my gosh. Wait a minute. Wouldn't it be You-Know-Who? The You-Know-Who, the Noel one? Yeah. He's right here. Isn't
0: that a... He's under. Oh, they're
2: hyenas. Never mind. Yeah, hyenas. That's not the same thing. Uh, let's just go with that. Okay. And here's the percentiles. I, I don't want to let them go. 65. Uh oh, the void. Blaine McGuire. Still looking for you, Blaine. Still looking for you, Blaine. Return to room
1: five. Return room five. Notice I didn't, I've, all these other ones I've whitewashed. Like this one, I've put my name on. Yeah, it's it. not that, like that one. this one, I've not. Because one day, I will find him. I want to say, wasn't it the central... America? The one with the jackal. There's a cheetah. Yeah, we got to keep going here. Huge bat. I, you know, it would be really nice if I could just put in jackal. If I had a PDF, PDF of
2: this. But this is more fun. I, I like pulling through the books.
1: Right. There's something tan- visceral about it.
2: Yeah, there's, it's, it, may be, it may be tedious and... Boring to the listener and/or watcher. Yeah,
1: but clearly that's not what we're
2: concerned about. No, because our because your listeners have nothing better to do, right? And they can always put it on one and a half speed and three and a half. Speed. <laughs> that's right, three times speed. <laughs>
1: what we need to develop, Rob, is the podcast listener or player that knows when the pauses and it speeds through them. Like it looks ahead and it realizes we're just flipping and randomly not doing what we need to do. And you could have
2: a sound effect for it. Right. <laughs> You, why don't you just? Why don't you just? At, why, when you are, when you put out the podcast. Why don't you just? lead through that yourself. I mean, you could do that. What are you? You are Dan now
1: because you know how much work that would be to do all that. Thank you, Dan. A I mean, tremendous you, Dan. amount
2: of work. Yeah, man, hey, I'm doing I'm, my best. I'm, I'm, you're,
1: I'm calling you. You're calling. That's how good of a job you're doing. Uh, Seth has the head of a jackal. Well, okay. Well, well we or Jack, my my dog. Oh, Jack Ooh. is Jack's a, not here. Jack is a good dog. Jack is a jackal. Very good. All right, so we are ready now for Sage Advice. So what do we do in Sage Advice,
2: Rob? Uh, Well, uh, Sage Advice is the segment on your and Dan's show where you decide how sagacious you are by reading old questions that came into... Uh, TSR in... A thousand years ago. A thousand years ago. Right. And um, for... And, and, of course, the answers therein being completely... Um, subjective. Subjective and out of date. And, and non uh, As opposed to the canonical answers that the gibbering mouther gives Correct. in flipping and turning. Which,
1: again. I think, now that we have enough volumes of work, we will start use have to leverage those. We are now recycling our own stuff. <laughs> we are using our. It's we're self-referencing perfect. ourselves.
2: It's just as the plan comes <laughs> together.
1: Self-referencing ourselves. Let's allow ourselves to refer to ourselves. Okay. So, with that, I will provide some from a rant, some random questions, which I hope we have not used before. Some will be simple. Some will be problematic.
2: Okay. Only because. Oh. Uh, um, oh, and I am allowed to use. Uh... Of course, you're allowed to use. You are not. You are
1: not have to do this off the cuff. And uh, these were from back in the day, and one of Dan's favorites, Gene Wells. Oh, Gene Wells! So, you know, it's not just play the—you're not just playing the you're playing the game, but you're playing the person when it comes to the answers that come here.
2: Right. And that, and I also have to play Dan.
0: Right. Right.
2: So you're going to have to go
0: round and round about. So, I'll do my best. Very good. Uh. Goodbye, Jordan. Thank you, Jordan. Have a good good day. Uh, so,
1: question. If a crossbow bolt is blessed for use against a Rakshasa, rakshasa yeah. will the bless last only for the duration of the spell, or does it last indefinitely? If it lasts indefinitely and then hits the Rakshasa, does it lose the bless?
2: That is a super good question, it and it lo- It brings a lot I'm of questions you, up. I'm, you. Giving, I'm, giving you the fr- I'm giving you a hard one. Start from the beginning. Okay, so um, I'm going to. De- I'm going to. Um, I'm going to uh, tan- go on a t- slight tangent. Perfect. We wouldn't know anything different. So David Thompson, who is the uh, chancellor, he's the chancellor. chancellor no relations to the German mother. No. No, oh, he's not. Right, of course not. No relation. But um, he has great thoughts, and if you are in, if you are lucky enough to have him as your GM, he has some really good thoughts about spells like bless and, and chant, which are really uh, fairly low level clerical spells. And it is his opinion that in, inherent in the uh, the bless and the chant spells is they do more than just what is said in the player's handbook. In the text. Well, the player's handbook has uh, some very specific things, for example, that a blessed does during combat. I mean, in, in the reality, when one goes and seeks spiritual advice from a, a priest or a mullah or whoever. Some religious figure. Some religious figure. And you ask for a blessing, he doesn't give you plus one to hit and minus one to be hit for X number of turns. The blessing is much more unrelated. Right. Or unspecified. And so his idea is that, and 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 so his idea is that the blessed can do more than that, and then it's up between the GM and the and the player to work out what the specific effects of a blessed spell might be. And this is an example of uh, an in text reason why to say that, because nowhere in the description of the blessed spell does it talk about blessing crossbow bolts to kill rock sashas and yet in the description of the rock Sasha, it specifically says that it can only be killed by a crossbow bolt that 's had bless cast upon it, and what was the question? Will you repeat the question <laughs> excellent it 's like i I've, I was Falling into a trance, which is what I do
1: when, when Dan does it. So, excellent. Well done. You have listened to the show many times. Question. There are actually two questions. It's a two-part question. Mm-hmm. If a crossbow bolt is blessed for use against a Rakshasa, will the bless last only for the duration of the spell?
2: Yes. Only for the duration
1: of the spell. Or or, and then the part, or it doesn't last indefinitely. Okay. If the bla- and then, So, the second question is moot because you've answered the first question. Okay because it says if it lasts indefinitely, then it hits the rakshasa does it lose the bless? I, so so that's your final answer.
2: I would say, well, I would say that it probably... The second question is, if it, miss, if it hits the Roxasha, it loses the bless, because the blessing is what kills the Roxasha. Okay. Yes, and... Oh, astral plane. Forgot I, to, I, it, forgot I, I got to relate that to the astral I got plane. it. Uh, we'll see what the future questions
1: are. Right. There could, I will look... I can find Roger Moore's treatise on the astral plane. We could look. I look that. forward to that. So, um, what was the answer? Uh, I'm going to give you the answer. Thank you. I was just waiting. I'm just reading the comments. I also realizing that I'm not in the shot because I was so comfortable leaning back. I'm Good beginning. night, minion. Good night, sir. Thank you for coming out. Um, so, the answer per per the uh, sagacious ones at TSR. The blessed will only last for the duration of the spell unless a permanency spell is cast upon the blessed bolt. Okay. So you're correct. You I get a ding-ding. Ding. Okay, good. Get a ding-ding. You get a ding-ding. So, the, And now the follow-up question is, what happens if you fire a blessed bolt from the astral plane? That is the question. As, mm, as oh. he's turning in, he wanted to... He'll
2: await he'll your answer in the how does, how does one How does one cast a bolt from the astral plane...
1: That's right. I'm sure there was an answer to that. So
2: I mean, do, do, do you know, a Sasha might have a, an existence on the astral plane. Probably explains why it's so hard to kill.
1: Uh, I'm sure you can find them on the astral plane. I think they're on the, are they on the astral plane chart. Now here more tangents. Ladies and gentlemen, you want tangents? You got tangents. You got tangents. Um, so that you bring up an interesting point because I, I get the thing of, when when you say when anytime it says bless, does that l- literally mean the using of the bless spell? Is that is I that think what
2: that's you? exactly. I mean, that be, well, if I'm not mistaken, it's it's in italics,
1: it's in italics, right? Well,
2: then that implies that it's a uh, that it's referring to the spell. Is that what
1: the, I think that's correct?
2: And this, of course, came out before the player's handbook, but after original D anD. d
1: Right. So, um, so the point of that is because they talk about holy water being blessed. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, if the holy water is blessed after six rounds, it's not blessed anymore. I so. know
2: that's a. Well, they did come out with some in the DMG. They came out with rules for creation of holy water fonts. I think correct, or was that in the no. book that should not be named? No,
1: it's in it's in this book. Yes, they have. How you can how your players can build giant temples of water, oceans of holy water producing. Yes,
2: you you go to the uh, you go to a uh, like a water treatment facility. Yeah, exactly. You find that you find some place with really especially nice spring water, and you create a, a brewery <laughs> on one side, a holy brewery, a holy brewery, brewery and then uh, this
1: is where being unholy it would be good because literally you just have to pee in the water. And,
2: yeah, I know. You just dip it out of the sewer.
1: <laughs> you just you don't have to do a whole lot of work. It seems like there's, you know, there's some advantage. That's a big advantage a to big holy. That's
2: right. I'm so evil <laughs> that my urine qualifies as unholy water.
1: Right. So, But it still says you have to make the vat, which seems kind of ridiculous. I mean, I would think. Um, so I'm trying to remember here. See, because during the formal vestments or appropriate, the basin is placed on page 115 of the DMG which is creation of holy, unholy water. A special blessed curse basin of fine workmanship must be fashioned.
2: Well, I imagine you bless it and then permanence it.
1: Well, there is no permanency on here. So it says create water, purify food or drink or it's reverse, bless or it's reverse, chance or prayer. And then that is what you need to do. So again, the question is... Bless only lasts for six rounds. So yeah,
2: I, but, but in, the, in combination with all these other things, it's kind of like a combo in Magic the Gathering that uh, when you put a couple of cards together, they, right. they have an additional effect.
1: By the way, you have to do it, you can't do it at a distance either. You, defilement. If you're going to defile, you have to be right next to it. Oh, the non believer blesses curses in a holy, holy font uh, or uses less refined means such as excreting wastes into the font <laughs> or basin.
2: <laughs> Excreting wastes. That's that's good Gigaxian uh, right. terminology.
1: Oh, this is not a loo. I didn't realize. Yeah, that.
2: Yeah, I'm so, you, you know as well as I do that uh, that comes from Ernie Gygax, young Ernie Gygax.
1: It's
0: a I pee in it. It's right. I just pee in it. So, uh, anyway, I, I have I've
1: always looked at the bless spell as a combat-related spell. It's, it's meant for combat. It's supposed to help in combat. If you want to bless things outside of combat, I agree with David with some of that. Now the rak- Rakshasa, because it's italicized, I think they meant it for be. Oh, crap. We're fighting the Rakshasa. breast the bolts. Now we have six rounds to shoot at, which I makes could. it even more pain in the butt to kill
2: them. Well, and the, H- here's the question, is if I have a quiver of crossbow bolts, and I cast the bless on it, does it only go on one of them, or does it bless the whole quiver? I would bless the whole quiver. I tend to agree. Because uh, I'm not a jerk. But <laughs> Oh,
1: Excreting Waste, that is a great song. David is on fire. <laughs> this is the thing, he hadn't been here a while.
2: It's a excreting
1: on- Waste.
2: <laughs> In the holy water. <laughs> I got a floater.
0: Browns to the Super Bowl. <laughs> let's oh, the excreting. Wait, or that could be that could be the opening band for suit Undead. That could be their side project.
2: Well, that's the uh, that's just a sign to the showing them the the concert goers where to go. <laughs> right, go and get. Go no, and excreting, excreting wastes. You ready for another question? Oh, uh, sure. I, we, we got time to kill. Right. We have time for another.
0: Sure. Uh, what would happen? Here's one a little more, one more. What would happen if you hit a lich
1: with a rod of resurrection?
2: Oh man, well, let's see. Rod of resurrection takes a number of charges based on the class of the creature and the, if I'm not mistaken, the alignment of the creature. So the first thing that would happen is it would, you, you, you'd use, need a lot of charges. I'm pretty sure that a lawful good paladin takes two charges, and a rod of resurrect- and, and a chaotic evil. Are they lawful evil? Legit are lawful they're evil? They're I think. Evil. Oh, they're it, just it, evil. Neut- they're neutral evil.
1: Neutral. They're, I think they're neutral with evil tendencies, as it says in the book here. So, of course, you can always refer to the books here. You don't have to do this. Uh, I think off our, our it, faulty memories.
2: I'm going to say yes,
1: that Neutral with evil. neutral parent... They're parenthetical evil. Parenthetical evil. Page sixty-one.
2: I'm. Going to say that it. it I mean, I, I'm tempted to say that the lich gets a save versus death magic, and if it uh, fails, it it just pops back to being an old wizard. However, I'm probably I'm going to say that it probably won't work. It, okay. I'm just I'm just going to say it doesn't work because that seems like. Well, that, that's my answer. It okay. doesn't work.
0: Final answer. Uh, yeah.
2: Well,
1: you are, I'm going to give you a ding buzz because you're, you're close. The Lich would have to make a system shock roll. So there's no save, but it's a system shock if he is 120 years old or younger. Or
2: at the time of at death? At
1: the time of death. I assume they meant when he died. But, or no, I guess. If he's older than 120, then Wait. it would have no effect. So I guess he's talking about the age itself.
2: Maybe there's a... Because
1: that's the maximum age you can
2: be. I see so okay, so they're saying that i don 't think at time of death, obviously yeah. they're talking about so if you 're a three hundred year old witch your uh, three hundred is obviously older than hundred twenty right but if, if you 're a relatively young lich...
1: yes if you't if you didn't go the traditional lich route, which is Sucking down longevity potions and wishes to keep making yourself younger and younger because you've burnt, you know, used all this unnatural aging.
2: Yes, until you, until you, to leave a good looking corpse. Right. So,
1: you, you know, you're, you're like the classic one in the Tomb of Horrors. You've been around for a thousand years and finally you've become a lich because you don't have a choice and then a demi lich. Um, yeah. Maximum human age is 120.
2: So that's where I think she gets I that. I think that's where she gets that. Now, what's the, I see, it, however, uh,
1: if older than 100, however, if he is young enough and makes his system shock, he is resurrected and you now have a mad, very high-level, evil magic user facing you.
2: Okay. Either way you have I, your hands full. No, I think I, I, I did not get either of that. I, didn't, I don't think I got those.
1: And I, uh, I, I would agree with her statement. I mean, that makes the logic make sense there.
2: Pretty funny. I did not realize that the rod of resurrection didn't... Um... I, I figured that you would at least get a. I guess there's, there's, there's no saving throw against the Rod of Resurrection. Right? You just make your system
1: thing. So that's that for, for like mummies or whatever. That's a, you know, I, It'd be I,
2: great. You know, you're getting attacked by a zombie pop, 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 pop. You just bring them back. Yeah, because that's the best use of, of a Rod a, of, rod of, rod of, rod of Resurrection right, is to zombies. fight off two right. hit time undead.
1: Right. Exactly. Or a poltergeist
0: or any of these other things. I'd be like, you idiot. All right, one more then. That was good. Uh, here's, a, here's more of a simple one. Okay. Uh, do fairy fire spells have a cumulative effect? No. Final answer? Final answer.
1: Well, was that ding ding? No, that was a buzz. Oh. Yes, but only in the amount of area covered, not duration, range, or intensity of the light. So it's a partial ding. Okay. So you can cover more people with you if you... So, just, so I no, can cast
2: multiple ones on different people. Yes. All but, right, that doesn't sound to me like it's cumulative. Yes, I know. I,
1: that's why I said buzz ding.
2: Okay. I, all right, what, let's see. Is there any ones that are... I mean, that's like saying...
0: Never mind. Oh, uh, I can't... All right, is there another one? Ah, here's a good one. Is a curse removed at death so that when you are raised, it is no longer with you? I think
2: probably so. I mean, I think a removed curse, you can remove a curse. You know, the the history is full of people attempting, for example, to remove a curse of a vampirism or before the person rises. So I'll say yes.
1: Well, you get a, you get a ding <laughs> buzz. because it's, of course, here it says it depends on the curse. If it's for eternity, then you are stuck with it. If it isn't, then your DM will have to examine the curse and make a ruling. Remember, his or her decision is
2: final. Okay, so a curse for eternity. You are cursed for all eternity right. to wander the earth. That right. sort of took
1: curse. You, yes, if you're cursed with that, it would not go, be cursed for death.
2: Okay, then let's think about what's the source of curses and what cur- I mean, curses are themselves very unspecified. Right, uh, which
1: is why I, and I, when I started thinking about remove curse, because it's such a, remove curse and cure disease are the lamest, uh, where I don't have as much problem with neutralized poison, but remove curse and, cure, and particularly remove curse, it a simple curse or these you know god given curses oh just remove
2: curse it's not, no no player goes up
1: who care i got cursed
2: oh i mean, oh, oh anubis has cursed me to yeah, so uh, to live the yeah. undying life yeah. To- yeah. But the the uh, the undying life or the undying death uh, remove curse yeah, Third yeah level they, they, they're always very tr- it's unlike
1: level drain or the other level drain is a disaster everyone yes. is they usually jump off the bridge if they get level drained. but <laughs> remove curse rage quit yeah they just that's it they they'd rather be dead so I like this so I I think that's where you're going is line what I agreed with her is this. There is a range of curses, and you know. And I, yeah,
2: I mean, I mean, the old the, the old gypsy woman who curses you to have terrible flatulence. Right. I can see a remove curse doing that, but a the uh, like you say, the god who curses you to never be that all you love, you will see all you love die before yeah. you. Yeah, that's kind of yeah. hard to avoid a fate.
1: With just a sim- quote unquote simple remove curse. Yeah, agreed. And, and so that's where, um, but you, you better make that clear to your players or they're going to hate life because they're going to be, oh, you're just, being, you're just trying to kill my jackalwear character.
2: Yeah, and uh oh, you had to bring that back. <laughs> Never letting it it's down. Greg. It's, <laughs> Greg, if you're out there, you're out there.
1: Do you see Greg at
2: all? I haven't seen him in years, but that was. So
1: you just, just... call random people in the, in the Midwest, but you don't call people who you have a grudge with? I mean, that seems. There's more to it. <laughs> oh, no. I brought
2: up Here's the worms. They're coming out. The worms are coming out.
1: All right. So we've got. Uh, we've kind of talked about GrogCon 22. I'm not going to sp- beat this to death, but three days. We're going to have every day Grog talk. We have the tournament. Are you, run- are you running any games? I am
2: running a game. What game? I'm running. What game I'm running. Are you running? running? I'm running uh, an AD&D game on Friday, yes. and this is the game that I ran at DaveCon. Oh, that's right. And the one that, the one that David Wesley, that said David Wesley the implied, strongly implied, was the best AD&D game he'd ever played.
1: Well, uh, I would take it.
2: And, uh, and if you want to know the, why I would make such an outrageous statement, then come to the con and ask. Exactly. I think it's wonderful. Um, and
1: then, of course, you are uh, graciously accepted to be a DM for the tournament.
2: Oh uh, yes, um, I expect it to be a very short, of short duration because I will be applying the vic d'orso rule uh, of killing PCs for the slightest of reasons.
1: Yeah, I, I usually because it's late, six o'clock. It start by nine o'clock. I'm getting tired,
2: <clears throat> really tired. Yeah.
1: If you haven't, guys, have figured out what's going on. Prepare to die. Yeah,
2: I mean, it's rocks fall, everybody dies.
1: Yeah, it won't be <laughs> that specific. I mean, it's the same thing with the jackalware. I'm going to use an ogre. I'm not going to use a exactly spider. Don't right. try. Don't use a spider. So they they'll be they'll be unhappy because they die, but it won't be such it won't be so
2: obvious that I'm tired. Right.
1: Maybe yeah. I'm looking at my phone and doing DoorDash when I'm
2: going <coughs> yeah. up. And I'll be there in a minute. <laughs> That's right. I'll, <laughs> I'll let you in. I'll let you in. That's right.
1: So. Yeah, just give me a few. Oh, you're there. You're at the lobby. Okay, hold on. So, um, but it's gonna be a lot of fun. And so, if you're in the area, I'd love to see it. And it's gonna be great. Well, hopefully, I can video some of this stuff. But it's you know, again, uh, people didn't sign up for conventions to be videotaped because people have asked, "Hey, are you gonna do any live streams?" I'm like, well, I- I'm always a little leery about that because not everyone is so enamored with self promotion.
2: And so. you know, the live streams are live streams are difficult, even when you've got a a permanent setup in right. your basement with a camera overhead and all the rest of it. Be obviously, as you know, there are problems that come in trying to set up a, Ooh, this is an idea for Vic. Vic set up a, a, a live stream table with everything. And people right. can sign up to live celebrity. stream their games. That's
1: right. So as celebrity game too, live stream. Yes, that be, exactly. That would
2: be awesome. That's an idea for next year. Maybe. Uh, right. That would be awesome. Yeah, I noticed you're not writing that down.
1: I'm not writing it down because I'm not doing
2: that. Oh, okay. I'm not doing that. Uh,
1: so the other reason I wanted to bring Rob on again is we're very—he's very, very proud—and so are we of the latest issue of Flipping and Turning.
2: I have a question for you. Yes, sir. Do you have a sharpie? Uh, write with me. I can get one. Like a, a silver one, maybe. You have one of those. I have one, but I don't know if I have it available because. I will look. Keep going. All right. So flipping and turning. Number nine is home from the printers, and uh, it features as its cover uh, a exclusive uh, illustration of James and Dan rocking out at on their uh, Grug on Twenty Two tour, and I was. I guess um, I was hoping that right here on Grog Talk, I guess I probably should have mentioned this to James before the show actually started. Now I hear him rustling around in the desk drawer. Be right back. He'll be back in a minute. Um,
1: Just got to use the restroom now.
2: (laughs) Take a break. This issue features James's um, adventure for. Uh, so You Want to Be a Rock and Roll Star, which he will be running at DrogCon. And I thought that live on Drog Talk, I'd get James to sign this issue of Flipping and Turning.
1: I have green and black.
2: Oh, I wanted you to sign the cover of this as the, as the, the author, author of Flipping of, of the Don Kirscher Presents, etc., and then,
1: well, I'll sign it. I won't sign it now, but I'll sign it downstairs where I have a silver one.
2: All right. Well, pretend like you're signing yeah, just, it here. Right here, I am signing it. Yeah, that 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 can be your that prize. Can, that can be your prize. That's right. At for your Perfect. for your game. Love That, that, that sounds like that a good idea. That sounds like
1: a wonderful idea. Also, my official copy.
2: Here, this is your official. Well, I'll let you even unwrap it, and, and if it. I can find hey. this. My, the finest envelope. Are you
1: going to take this one back like you took the other thing back? What, the envelope? No, like the, so you want to be a rock star when I thought that was mine? No. Is this one mine?
2: You actually got see, it says Uh, James right on the, on the, on the very high, it's not scratched out. My high tech, uh, look at it. Very methodology. Thank
1: you, sir. Look at that. Beautiful. Look at that. It's incredible. I mean, it's incredible. Uh,
2: It's a beautiful cover by, uh, staff artist, Chris Moynihan. Yeah, Chris. Outdid himself. It's super fun. Yeah. I love the pants with the dice. I, okay, there's several. Come on, there's several things to point I mean, out on this. I know, mean, but that was my favorite. Do you, he pointed something out to me that I never noticed. The moon has a face in it. A face in it. Do you know who it Gag-Gax? is? It's Gary Gygax's face. He saw. Here's the funny but thing. I, I didn't notice until you. I didn't out. either. Here's the funny thing about Chris. Chris literally knows nothing about D and D. Right. He knows nothing about. And any of this. But he, I showed him, I pointed him to the YouTube channel so that he could get some ideas of what you guys look like in your different faces and stuff. And he noticed Gary's picture back there, and he said, oh, that must be his dad or something. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so I'll put him in the, I'll just put his picture in the moon. perfect. And he didn't know who Groggy was, yep. but he saw the thing, saw the thing and made him the drummer. He also has a the, the back cover he also did as well. And uh this is a this features an illustration. I don't know if you guys can see it. Features an illustration of the last guy who climbed the the barbed wire fence to the back of the he, he clearly didn't have a ticket. He came over the ah, fence right. and he put on his plate mail ah. so that the barbed wire and he's back there rocking out. Oh, that's awesome. So you can see the, uh, yeah, the silhouette. It. He's very far from the stage, but anyway. That's beautiful. I mean, it's just tr- it's amazing. So some of the features, the, the, the theme of this issue is Bard, which is not, while what? the Bard may be an, op- an Option. optional class, this issue is not optional. Um, so it features some of the articles that we've come to uh, expect, like the Ask Mouth. the Gibbering Mouther, yeah. Um and a new uh a new article, a new feature called Dung Nabbit.
1: Dung Nabbit,
2: which is yes, uses of small uses of dung in the uh, in the protection from evil oh, spell. Different this this uh, this issue. It features cockatrice dung. What happens if you use cockatrice dung? That's by M. W. Lewis and some critters. In terrible monsters, a tr- literally terrible. They're literally terrible. Every one of them is worse than the last. Um, touch of class. Uh, the issue is the f- bards, bards, obviously, by uh, David Thompson. Um, there's a review from the Gray Hawk, and this is an article that I really would like you guys to read. Oh, God. it's the anatomy of the to scroll. Talk about the
1: scroll again.
2: It's all about the- I think this will open your eyes a little bit on how. Uh, uh, it, uh, bring all the rules. I think this is a groundbreaking work. Is what I'm really? saying. Yes, it's groundbreaking work. Who did this? I did. Oh, It's interesting. groundbreaking so work. Self- to... So
1: you're self-promoting. Right? I
2: am absolutely self-promoting, and also nomenclature of stringed instruments. So it's all about stringed instruments, just like in the in just like pole arms. Right. Well, that is important. And then the uh, Don Kirchner presents the Sido Undead. Your amazing article for you might. So you want to be a rock And I apologize,
1: star. I almost did a Danism on you, because I was like, oh, it's four to six pages and it ended up being more than that. That's
2: it's quite it. fine. It's wonderful. Um, got the, got the, you, this is, you have everything you need to play the game yes. yourself, except for the rule book, which is available.
1: It is available, we'll, con- conveniently.
2: Interview with I Bill did Boy. make mm-hmm. a
1: very sim- a simple uh, rules-light version of it, like a one-pager. If people want it, we can publish that, but I would urge people just to get the book when you're there.
2: Now, Menyon has gone to bed. He he's said been, in the thing, he's, he's gone to bed. But there is a, he writes a tremendously interesting and erudite article, as is always the case. Right. On Longhairs and Labyrinths. If you've
1: not listened to his podcast, it's worth a listen.
2: It's lots of fun. Very thoughtful. Anyway, I don't need to go through everything, but there it is. Uh, it's a pretty good issue, and I'm very proud of it, and I hope that... Uh, um, so, and as I say, it'll be, I think our our plan is that it's going to go out, the PDF version will be made available to Patreons just before.
1: Yep, the 29th.
2: Unlike on, on the 29th. Correct. As, the, on, as we're running
1: around like maniacs trying to get ready. Sure, are
2: pressing a button. Press a, and the, are you able to schedule release of things at Patreon? Yes, I can do that. So. Uh, Then the flipping turning will be, I'll be bringing print issues to GrogCon. And so if you are a Patreon or a subscriber, please reach out to me on the Discord and let me know so I can have your episode or your issue on hand.
0: Anyway. Oh, I was listening. So I know this is distracting. Dan is quite comfortable
1: just going on and on without me. I,
2: I have to do I, I don't have 108 ish episodes. Right. You've, under done, my a, you've belt. done
1: a fine yeoman's work. Oh, here. thank you. I appreciate it. But, and unlike Dan, we're, we're not going to spend the next three hours discussing things. That was where we played their game at The Haven, which was very nice. Shout out to uh, Chad, was his name? I think so. James Lockwood. Oh, Matt. Matt was the guy we talked to. Matt at the Haven Games. Go check them out in Castleberry.
2: That was a very nice space. I thought it was very comfortable. Yes, and I'll be going
1: back there again. And so um, we are we are wrapping this up oh. because yeah, we're we're going to be quick today.
2: Well, I, we, oh, I hope that people got their money's worth. Well, I mean, they, they 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 signed in to see Dan. They got me instead. No, so I, put it over. You, you've you done want a
1: fine it? job. But this is literally how long I wanted the show to be: an hour and a half, two hours. I didn't want it to be four hours, but we
2: we tend well, to be well, four well, hours. We so. could do the road show. Do you want to do the roadshow? I think we will. I think uh, let's 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 put our uh, let's put our, the listeners and Dan out of his misery. Okay.
1: Well, then you need to roll a d10.
2: Hey, so this is how good the show how was. How good the show was. A two. Uh, well, that's to be expected. Two. I mean, uh, people, there's no Dan. Well, First of all, I would people, give a plus five just for people. No people log in, they say, "Oh no, Dan," and then they say, "Oh, it's Rob." That's another. Minus to the roll. Uh,
1: they want us to do. The, they want us to do the antique road show. We're doing it. All right. All right. So I, I, you will roll. I will play. You will be the okay artificer. So. Oh. So i You will roll. And wait. Oh, really? You're gonna. You're gonna
2: appraise it. Oh.
1: Okay. Well. what's ca- Okay. You're gonna tell me. I'm gonna.
2: Oh, I guess I'm. You I, have to roll. I then. have to roll because yeah, because I've had the chart memorized. memorized you have of course. No, you don't have the memorized. All right, so no,
1: I we are don't have the we chart are numbers. doing uh, artifact
2: Roadshow. Are you printing on music?
1: <laughs> not not going back. Stop! Stop! Go back. All right.
2: We're doing the artifact Roadshow. show. If we're out more airtime, Craig, I almost wore your shirt, but it's a long sleeve one. Okay.
0: That makes it easy. Ooh. Ooh. Okay.
2: So this is the part on the show right, you explain where, um, where uh, we are making a, an entirely new show, not made up or by anything that no, might be not. on PBS or wherever, wherein uh, one person at the table is bringing a magic item to be appraised and or reviewed by uh, the other person who has to go purely on their description of the item. Got it. To make it up. Ooh. Unlike Dan. All right. Is it a plus one dagger? No. It's okay. Okay. okay.
1: So you are the appraiser. I am I... the appraiser. Hello. Hello.
0: Welcome to. Right, hold on. i got to char- get into character. Sorry. Sir. i got to get into character. Just focus. And ready.
2: Hello, welcome to uh, Artifact Roadshow. welcome today. What? Tell us a little bit about what you have with us today. Hi. Hi. How are you today? Hi. Hi. Uh, how are you? I'm. I'm wonderful today. Uh, and, and you? So wonderful to be. I see. You are a short little fellow, aren't you? Oh.
1: Oh. Uh, well. Um. uh Yes. Yes, I am. I've come from far away.
2: Oh, you've come a long way to come to the road show.
1: Well, uh, I was I was walking. Well, I, I was somewhere else, and then I realized I was here. Something happened, and now I'm I'm with you. Mean you. you
2: just appeared. Well, sort of. Uh, the
1: the I was I was walking here. Well, actually, I was somewhere far away, and then yes, and then I I. I Found myself here talking to you, and and I, I have this scroll.
2: Did Did you have this scroll before when no. you were in the old place? No, before, no, just a few minutes ago.
1: I, 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 I didn't have it because I wasn't here.
2: All right. So when you I'm, here, here's the scroll. Well, before I touch that scroll, I'm going to get out the issue nine of flipping and turning and see. Okay. Yes, you should take out Issue 9. Okay, so it's a scroll. So let yes. me see if I understand what you're saying. So you were far away. I was far away. And you didn't have the scroll. That's correct. And then you just sort of showed up. Right, and I'm here now. And you're here now, and you were handing me this scroll to look at.
1: Well, it's someone else's scroll.
2: Oh, it is? Whose scroll is it?
1: Mine. Okay.
2: But well, it's mine. Who
0: it's my, was it?
1: It's mine now. The... the, the um, I think they
0: were worried about something. Worried about something? They, yes, were worried. They were worried that something.
2: In their head. Right, right. And, Do you mean and like and something physical? Like a No, no, no. Like no, an ear? Like, no, no,
1: no. Because I came from far away. I was, I was in On the astral plane? Yes. Really? Right. I was there. I was there. And then I'm here. Tremendous, right? And and I'm and I'm.
2: This is so strange. I'm I'm. You've got flesh and things, right? And you didn't have that before. That's right.
1: And I feel like Mm -hmm. the the the, me didn't want that to happen. And so they had this, and they were going to ask you about it. But now I'm
2: here. Now the person who had this Mm -hmm. was this person, perhaps. An old man or woman in a long robe with a oh, tall yeah. pointy hat? Yes,
1: yes, yes, that's what you see in front
2: of you. Oh, uh-huh. Wait, oh, you are that person? Well, sort of, yeah. Ah, I see. And um, this person that you were interacting with, had they maybe drawn anything on the ground
1: around them? Um, well, you know, I, they may have. I don't know because I just showed up here. Um, I was talking to someone mm-hmm. uh, far away, not mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. I was at, mm-hmm. and, you know, they were talking to someone else who was really scary. Yes. And they got nervous, and then they were looking at
2: this. They, they thought they would use this scroll. Right. and then. And were they, they able to use the no, scroll? No, they weren't. And I it, see that this scroll hasn't been uh, nope. unsealed at it all. It hasn't already? been
1: unsealed. It's completely, it's completely uh, virginal. Is that a word?
2: Um, uh, close. That's about as close as you're going to get. Is that to an it. issue nine, Virginia? Uh, is that Virginia? No, I don't think I'm. Pre- I can think I can say with perfect. I was going to say another word that that with a v, but in. I don't think
1: that's the right word. So Virginia, I'll go with that.
2: So this is a. So this is a scroll that has not. It hasn't been unsealed. Correct. Um, well, that's, well I, I didn't touch it because again, I just got here. I was out in
1: the somewhere else,
2: and, and then, then I came here, here and now I'm with you. And you're wearing, and, and now you're wearing the robe right. and the tall, pointy hat, yes. and you look like an aged uh, yeah. individual.
1: But I feel, I'm very young. I feel great.
2: I bet you do. You were I probably, mean, by, this
1: is weird here. It, it's, it's, oh, it is yeah. strange
2: to have flesh like this. Yeah. Well, I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do. Okay. So, uh, well, first of
1: for, all, for my friend, I just figured I'd find out what this is. I see.
2: Well, I'm going to make a guess that I know what it is. Well, first okay. of all, this is a scroll. Yes. And it's a protection scroll, and I can tell that because I can read it. I'm not a magic user. Right, you can open it and I'm see not it. a cleric. Well, you probably should look at it before it fades away. Well, it hasn't been opened yet, oh, okay. but I don't need to okay. because it's labeled as a scroll oh. of protection that oh, okay. anyone can read. Gotcha. In fact, it says right on here. In fact, I'm going to open it up right now because I feel I'm in uh, clear and present danger. Yeah, you know, I, I'm getting so, tired of being so in So I'm going to read... okay. The Scroll of Protection Against Possession. Oh,
1: that's you
2: know, that may have helped him. Is that what it is? And when I open this up, is that what happens to me? That's exactly what it is. Congratulations. Uh, Thank you. Thank you. So how
1: much do you think this thing
2: is worth? I mean, after I go into you... Well, I've read it, of course, so now it's not worth very much. Oh, okay. Except for the beautiful... Before that, uh, just moments ago, uh, I would say it was actually fairly valuable. I'm going to say... 15,000 gold pieces? Okay, so, uh, okay, that's your final answer? I'm, I'm this is my first day on, <laughs> at Antique Roadshow, so I'm just not got super training. good at it. I'm going to say 15,000 gold pieces, yes. At, on
1: auction, I could get 15,000 gold
2: pieces? Uh, well, may, maybe. I mean, not anymore, now that I've ruined it, but before that, when it was so virginal.
1: That's why I was trying to get that word out. All right, so... You have identified this as a scroll of protection from possession. Correct. And you have identified this as being worth fifteen thousand gold pieces.
2: How badly off am I?
1: Well, on the first part, you got exactly right. Possession thing of possessions. Okay. Congratulations. Good. Thank so you. Thank hopefully, you. my clues were good enough.
2: Quite, quite. When you when you when you came in wearing the skin of some other uh, creature, uh, that was a pretty good hint.
1: So, just for those playing at home. A possession scroll is, and you are correct that anyone can use a possession scroll, it's, it's on page 128, reading time, one round. This scroll generates a magic circle of 10-foot radius, extends from and moves with the reader. So I guess I should have been repelled back from you. All creatures within its confines that are protected was from possession yes. by magic spells such as magic jar, attacks, forms of possession, or mental control, psychic energy drain, or psychically based or magically based demon, devil, night hag, or similar creature in possession. This protects even dead bodies if they're within the magic circle. Interesting. I did not know that. So it's, I didn't it's, either. Uh, the squ- protection lasts 10 to 60 rounds, and 90% of these scrolls, 10, 10% have a power which lasts 10 to 60 turns.
2: And let's see if that's the case. One in 10? Yeah,
1: it's not. Okay, so that one moves around, but the one that lasts longer is stationary. That makes sense. So with scrolls, uh, so I'm going to ask you a following question. There is usually... Uh, you know, for most magic items, there's an experience points value. And, and then it's like
2: seven times for protection, or maybe not. So what is the experience points value do you think this scroll has? Let's say
1: 2,000. 2,000. So you uh, hit it right on the nose for an experience points value. It is okay. 2,000.
2: Okay.
1: That's excellent, uh, which is one of the most. It's, it's, it's on the top tier as far as devils and demons are the most value, experience points.
2: Yeah. Because you're, you're more likely to run into devils and demons. All the time, especially in our campaigns. Now, gold
1: piece sale value. Any scroll that can be sold at an open market for three times XP value. Possession scrolls sold for five times Five XP. times. Five times XP. So it was worth 10,000 gold. Okay,
2: so 15,000 gold, 15, gold pieces. Um, of course, I ruined it right. by casting the spell. So you profit nothing.
0: I
1: profit nothing. And I go back to the astral plane where I was at some point because I get tired of being in this. Now,
2: ride. that's the superhighway to the outer planes, right? I've heard that, yeah. Yeah.
1: That's... We've, got, we've had plenty of episodes where we explain that. I don't have three hours to go over it again. It is the uh, super we, we had
2: a request. But I, I, I will go with your, your superior judgment.
1: Oh, where's the sidetrack splitting apart? We just did splitting apart. We just did the sidetrack. Uh what does he say? He said, he, uh, Leroy, hello, Leroy. He said, uh, boy, Dan has really changed. He's buffed up. He's got to stay off the juice. <laughs> Dan has to stay away from the buffet. I've been drinking. No, no offense to Rob. Both of us need to stay away from uh, Yes, excellent job. See, uh,
2: I yeah. am Dan. James has a new, uh, new you're Dan, f- you're, effect on You're Dan on the, the second. He has yeah. a new effect on his video. Well, you're Dan in you possessed... Uh, Dan has possessed like your body. Dan, Dan has possessed my body. He is a ghost. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. He
1: has, has a magic jar. Wait a way. minute. Well, uh, again, thank you for playing that game. This my is, pleasure. This and, and oh, you're going to do Jeopardy at GrogCon.
2: Oh yeah, Grogton, uh, Gro, uh, GrogCon, GrogCon, Geoparty. Geoparty. correct. Geoparty.
1: I said it incorrectly.
2: That's right. <laughs> no, <Vic. laughs> that's not Dan. Vic, we talked about you for like a, an hour and a half tonight or today. <laughs> That's right. You missed. You missed it all. Ah, that is not Dan. Wow. Tr- wow. You get to let hate. This is what's I don't fun bl- about. I, like I don't blame them. I mean, I, I like I said, you tune in to, you tune in to see Dan and you see me. That's two. That's no hey, wonder we only rolled a two. You know,
1: uh, once he, once his mandatory time at a correctional facility ends, Dan will return.
2: You know, I told him that he shouldn't um, steal that big gulp.
1: Still, he's still uh, he, he stole a big gold. No, he had a code violation because it was the fecal, all the fecal matter in his house. Feline fecal matter.
2: That's probably the yeah. You're probably right. There's a song in there. Feline, feline fecal matter, baby. <laughs> Your love is like feline fecal, fecal. fecal matter. It 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 infects me with crazy.
1: It's like cat scratch fever, but the pseudo dead version. You give me fecal love fever. Dunna.
0: I got to work on that.
2: Yeah, get, take take five more minutes. That's right. Well,
0: um, oh, oh, and now, now for those who owe
1: you an article, they're 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 saying that they well.
2: Uh, Yes, please. I'm putting it. I, I know it's ridiculous to think about it, but I I am starting to put. Well,
1: it's a Christmas special. It's Christmas is not early enough. I mean, coming up January. Oh, that's true.
2: Sure. It comes up at the end of December. Or...
1: Every year. Okay. Like, whether we like it or not. So exactly. you're doing
2: Jeopardy? Geopardy. Oh, Geopardy. Yes, Grog Talk. Ge- it's Jeopardy with a G. Oh, gotcha. I Because of Grog. Yes. Uh, yes, so that, I don't know. We're doing that on Friday?
1: We're going to do it on Friday, because Sunday you're gaming.
2: Uh, well,
1: Sunday I'll be sleeping. Okay, that's right. Sunday was, you were not available on I'm not available I, should said, on I, shouldn't have, I shouldn't have said what you were doing. You just said you were not available.
2: Not available on Sunday morning. Right.
1: Uh, and so Friday you're going to do it. So we will uh, do it. We did it last year. That was a lot of fun. Uh, so I mean, we'll probably give out a prize as well. Maybe that copy of... Uh, I'm just kidding. We'll come up with a prize. Come up with a prize. For the winner. Uh, so I would, I would prefer three people do it, not one of the there. That will be nice.
2: So you want to get, yes, yeah, so I, I, I'm sure we'll get three people to sit to, to we'll, we'll nudge them with sticks to come in Friday right. morning to uh, play Jeopardy.
1: That's right. That's exactly right. So uh, look forward to Friday. Well, again, Rob, for all your help today, both today and for the convention, I just need to convince either you or, or Vic to uh, take this over. Vic has said his terms are complete abdication of our throne. So it's a little steep. I am looking at a new car, so I feel like when I talk to Vic, it's like dealing with used car salesman because he
2: yeah, Vic Vic does have that give off that vibe,
1: right? Yes, yeah, so he sell me all your children, and I will give you this car, kind of thing. So I'm just, hoping for just a just sign deal. here. Just
2: <laughs> here's, my here's, here's my here's my scroll versus protection. <laughs> we have props. I mean look. At this. That's a got, good prop.
1: We've got props. We've got lights. Uh, again, thanks to our patrons. Um, again, if you we're on YouTube, we're on Twitter. Website is grogcon.com. We're on Google Play, iTunes, or on Amazon Music, or pretty much anywhere you get your podcast, you can get that. Smoldering Gun Games, smolderingdungames.com, correct? Yes. Uh, so again, Rob's, thanks for all uh, the time here. We will see you guys in two weeks for GrogCon. Vic, we'll see you. We're looking forward to you, buddy. Can't wait for you to be there. Uh, he does have the jack of a used car salesman. And um, we look forward to seeing you all there. So, for Grog Talk, I'm James. I am Rob. And we'll see you next time on Grog Talk. Take care.
2: Bye-bye. This has been a Bushy puppy Production.
0: All rights reserved.